This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. This is Esther Eckhart from EckhartYoga.com and you're listening to the Run, Eat, and Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. This is episode 131, and I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to this jam-packed show full of awesome running segment, eating segment, and a drinking segment. And it's an extravaganza of local this week. Yes. We have a local virtual race that's benefiting a local nonprofit organization. We but have, hey, members of the Runcation Nation can still jump in. Yes. More on that later. Yes. We also have a local food offering that when you come down to Southwest Florida to visit us and to vacation, you've got to check these guys out. And mm. we have a local drink segment mm-hmm. that celebrates one of our favorite beverages. Indeed. Coffee. Yes, and it's local to us. Very local to us. It is roasted here here in Cape Coral. But it's also available to everyone. Nationwide. Yes. Worldwide. So we have a couple of things that while they have a local spin, you can still enjoy them in your hometown. Absolutely. And... Episode 131 is another palindrome episode. The nerd in me has to acknowledge that. So say every it. time we have a okay. a palindrome number, I'm going to say it because I'm just a big geek. Oh. Well, you know, we, you you got to let it fly. got to let the geek flag fly. Yep. Oh, goodness. Be proud. So let's talk running. Let's Let's... Let everybody know what's been <laughs> up with us with running, and then let's talk about this local race that we're local virtual that we're gonna share with everybody. Well, we still don't have a bell. No, we still don't have a bell. <laughs> we don't have a bell, but it is still very hot. And in all of our running this week, it was humid. It was, and <sighs> as we are recording this, we are actually here in. Southwest Florida, we've been getting the remnants of Mm. a tropical system that's headed to, as we record this, I believe it's made landfall near Louisiana and uh, up in the northern, I say the northern, but the northern part of the Gulf states. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our thoughts are with everybody there, hopefully that they've all gotten to safety, batten down the hatches, if Mm -hmm. you're planning on riding it out, preferably get out of, get out of town. Yeah, it's, we've been through it. What three, several times, four times. Yeah. I, you know, at more times than I can count. I don't wish it on anybody. I hope everybody is able to lock it down and get somewhere safe and then just make it through the aftermath and move forward to better days. Yeah, as Floridians, we like to crack jokes about, you know, that we don't even, you know, bat an eye at a category one. But truth be told, the storms, all... storms like that are incredibly dangerous. Yes. And, you know, listen to what your local authorities are telling you mm-hmm. if it's time to evacuate, it's time to evacuate and yep. take the steps that you need to be safe. Yeah. So it's, it's no joke. Be safe and be well and but we move on. Here we caught the tail end or par- remnants of it as it was forming in the Gulf and then heading northwest towards Alabama and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And it was a soaker here in Southwest Florida. Yeah. And it actually impacted weather as far north as Orlando, which we did spend the last few days mm-hmm. in Orlando mm-hmm. recording and getting some great content for future episodes. Yes, yes. But 
basically it's just been hot, wet, and sticky here in Florida. So ding, 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 the bell. Mm, yeah, that that sweaty, humid heat after a rain. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, it was a training week, and we went and we were able to run virtual races that we'll talk about in later episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that. So now we're re- uh, we are running into our run segment. Oh, <laughs> I, I was going to I was going to say we are heading into our our run segment, and we are very lucky to have a very special guest with us. We have interviewed this person on the show before. We have, and we welcome to our show executive director for Mothers Against Drunk Driving in Southwest Florida, Lori Burke. Welcome to our show. Thank you very much for having me. We we loved hearing about the organization and hearing about the good that your organization does in our community. And so we thought we would do something a little bit different with a virtual race that uh, that's coming up. Normally in this segment, you know what we do, Dana. We tell people about great races that they that we've done. That you can do in the future when they come around the next year. But <laughs> I thought it's such a wonderful organization. It's it's near and dear to us, and we see the impact you have on Southwest Florida. So we thought we would come and we would tell people about a great virtual race that you all are having, the Southwest Florida Walk Like Mad 5K and 10K this year. Yes, indeed. Many races have gone virtual in 2020, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the need was there for for you all to make the decision and, and do that. But before we get into the event, tell our listeners a little bit about the organization. Certainly, uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving or MAD is an organization that has been around for 40 years, and. The first thing that I I like to dispel is that um, we are not all moms, uh, and most certainly we are we are not against uh, drinking. The only thing we want people to do is not, very simply put, not getting behind the wheel of a car when they're impaired, whether it be by alcohol, certainly never by illicit drugs, um, and or prescription medication. Simple as that, because our goal is to get to zero, you know, zero crashes due to impaired, impaired driving, zero victims due to impaired driving. And there are so many ways that you can avoid it if, if you plan ahead. Exactly. And, and, and that's just the thing is, um, there's no study that needs to be done. There's no, um, antidote or or vaccination that needs to be created it's a really simple Mm. fix and that is exactly that just making a plan Mm -hmm. and using uber making Mm -hmm. sure particularly now that you bring your mask if you're planning on using uber because we all need to wear masks in the car uh, in an uber vehicle or or a lyft vehicle Um, but other than that that's it designating a driver you know, maybe mm-hmm. everybody getting together and, you know, you buy the meal for the person who's the designated driver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're having a party at your house, having a really cool mocktail so that yeah. the person who's driving um, everybody else home can feel like they're part of the party. And this is all great advice. And really in this day and age, it's like you said, there don't need to be studies anymore. The science mm-hmm. is in. We, we mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. that planning ahead and not getting behind the wheel is your single greatest um, factor that you can do to yeah. guarantee that you get home safely and that others get home safely as well. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in my day job, I'm a law enforcement officer. I've worked side by side with you and with mm-hmm. Matt over the years. Can you talk a little bit about the ways that MAD has impacted the community and impacts communities all over the country? Sure. So at a very macro level, um, we, you know, through different programs, 
uh, and legislation, um, we feel that we've contributed to cutting deaths due to drunk driving by 50%. Um, it still accounts for one third of all of the uh, all of the fatalities due to uh, automobile crashes. However, it has decreased by 50%. Uh, wow. We we helped enact uh, back during the Reagan years um, the standardized age of 21 to drink. Mm. Prior to that, every state could make their own decision. And, um, you know, so we've done some very big things on a macro level. Really at a local level, uh, you know, Myself and um, my two team members, we help all of Southwest Florida. We provide outreach. Uh, we go into a lot of schools. And now it's really interesting this day and age. We are, we're mm. going in virtually, which is a lot of fun um, and certainly is teaching us all a lot more skill um, from a technology standpoint. But we're all, we also help victims. We support victims. As a matter of fact, um, just got a call today from the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office um, in regards to a crash that happened on Tuesday night, and we're helping a, a mom and her son who uh, was hit by an alleged drunk driver. Um, and, you know, those are the things that we do and wear boots on the ground. Mm. You know, we will help a victim through the investigation, through the criminal justice system, through the civil justice system. And we will continue to be there for as long as they need. And I know that you maintain relationships long after mm -hmm. cases yes. move through court. Absolutely. And that that's what makes us a little bit different. We help augment what victim advocates do within each of our law enforcement agencies and through the state attorney's office. And then when the investigation is done, when court ends, those advocates go back to doing what they do best, which is during the investigation, during the court case, what we do is we continue to engage with our victims. Um, we continue to engage and um, help them because even years later, um, they have continuing, potentially continuing medical pro uh, issues if they, if they were injured, um, particularly right now with the pandemic, mm. um, we're finding that a lot of people are feeling re-victimized because it's another situation that they cannot control. A lot of people have never had to deal with the criminal justice system, and certainly we've never had to deal with the pandemic. So it's it's really been very busy for us here. I can imagine. Well, the, the goal for us is to yes. tell everybody about this fantastic race so that we can support your organization so you can keep doing this work in our community and in communities across the United States. Yes, absolutely. So one way that we can help is to get out here and tell everybody about your Southwest Florida Walk Like Mad 5K and 10K that everybody can run virtually this year. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about a little bit about how that evolved? Sure. So I love technology. So when this whole thing came about, I made the decision early on that we were going to have a virtual walk and run. What that basically means is that you can walk or run or skip or dance or, you know, bicycle, whichever you choose in your neighborhood um, you know, so it's basically where you live, where you play, and where you work. You don't need to come to any specific location. Uh, and what that does, and there'll be some pretty cool swag. We had a local um, artist from Naples um, create some artwork that we have custom finisher medals for everybody. So yeah. where other races might be doing a virtual medal, you know, things like this, we're doing, we're doing an actual medal and um, there'll be pickup 
points where people could go pick up their their uh, goodie bag. Um, we're getting some great swag from our two presenting sponsors, uh, Goldstein, Buckley, Sekman, Rice, and Pertz, oh. um, as well as Suncoast Credit Union. We have a virtual welcome packet that goes out with each and every registration that has like really great information in there. They tons of coupons that you can utilize. Um, My personal favorite. Well, I have two personal favorites. One is um, my hairstylist uh, will give um, 20% off. Oh, and uh, and yeah, and she just opened up her own shop. She's fantastic. Um, And the other one is $5 off a $25 bill at $25 a more bill mm. at uh, Mellow Mushroom, one of my favorite oh. places for, for oh, pizza. Great pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's some good stuff. And the other thing that we're doing this year is along with the custom artwork, the, uh, the finisher metal, we're also doing a neck gator. Ah. You know, this year, normally we do t-shirts. Yeah. But we figured this year, maybe a neck gator might be more useful. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we also work with boating under the influence um, mm. yeah. law enforcement agencies, as well as uh, help those victims that, that uh, have been um, injured or, or killed in a, uh, in a boating fatality or, mm-hmm. or a boating crash. And so mm. we know that a neck gator is so important when you're out on a boat. We know it can be used if you forget a mask, you know, um, to go into a store. So there's lots of different ways, and it will have that custom artwork on it as well. So we really wanted to try to create the magic um, that that we have at the actual walk, but we wanted to just create it virtually. That's fantastic. I mean, it you're, sounds like you're you're making it as close to that in-person experience as somebody yeah. could hope to get right now with the way things are. Yeah, because I yes. remember when when we did the in-person event last <laughs> year, it was out at JetBlue Park, yes. right? Yes. yes. And just, I can't, it, it was so much fun crossing the finish line. And But I think that in, in that same spirit, you are creating this virtual event and people can register for it right up until what, uh, what is it? The uh, 26th? That's correct. Actually, um, we're able, what we're doing like many other virtual runs is that you can run any time, you know, between the 26th and the 27th. Um, and so, you know, really up until the 27th, people can register. Um, we, we want everybody to get out there and, and send us videos, send us photos. If there's a group of people running a walking and they want us to join them mm. to, um, to report live, um, we will do that as well. It's not at a specific time. So oh. we, we really want to create this idea that we are in all five counties, that there are people walking and running um, for safe and sober streets. And we will be right by their side if they would like us to and doing some live reporting, being being reporters on the ground. Um, you know, we really want to make this as fun for people um, as possible and a really positive experience. So have you had any people request you be there live on the so, weekend yet? Yeah. So we will, um, we will be... Um, with Goldstein, Buckley, Sekman, Rice, and Pertz at their downtown Fort Myers office, um, and oh. and with and running from there, um, we will also they also have an office um, in Naples, and so we'll have a meetup point uh, on Vanderbilt Beach, mm-hmm. and and so there there can be a run and a walk on the beach, um, mm. and then we'll also be in Charlotte County with. Um, with Carmelo's Italian Restaurant, they are one oh. of our sponsors, and uh, which is a fantastic restaurant. And uh, we'll be meeting at their restaurant, walking across the bridge from Punta Gorda into Port Charlotte, and then back, which is just 
just about 5k oh. and uh, so we're we're just super excited we're going to be doing live reporting mm-hmm. and the other fun thing that we're doing is we're working with Orange Theory Fitness. Um, the, yeah, the the two in Fort Myers and the one in Cape Coral. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have, so if you are in, you know, an OTF member, um, sign up and uh, you get a chance to win a year, a free year, a year membership, oh. absolutely free That's at OTF. That's fantastic. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and we're also joining there, we have a sponsor, um, which is Cloud9 Float Spa, that is sponsoring the 105 OTF members that are doing their um, dry try, uh, which is, you know, basically a, a, a dry triathlon in the studio and so we'll be joining them there as well and and uh while people are running on the the 5k on the treadmill that's going to be for mad oh that's fantastic so you have a lot of community support if there's somebody that's listening in our audience that is wanting to register and wanting to get out there and 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 do it now they have to walk on the 26th or the 27th or 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 bike or dance or cover the distance uh, somehow right um on those dates is that right that is correct yes and you have local packet pickup yes so we'll have local packet pickup in um fort myers at fleet feet uh, at Bell Tower, they're one of our they're one of our continued sponsors, mm-hmm. um, and we'll have a few other places for packet pickup as well. And as we get a little bit closer to uh, to the race time, all of that will be revealed. We're we're still working on a few places. Remind me, how many years have you been doing this run? So this is um, actually a uh, a special year. It's our fifth year. Aww. Yeah, so we're really super excited about this, and and as much as um, you know, our our team here and all of our volunteers that are involved in our committee members um, that put this whole walk together with with myself and 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 the Mad team, um, we really just wanted to turn lemons into lemonade. You know, yeah. we're we're a glass glass half full kind of kind of people so uh we we want to make this as as fun and as interactive as all possible now what made you add a 10k to the to the whole extravagant event yeah sure so we hear consistently why don't you add a 10k and from JetBlue, um it was our goal to do that um however since this year is is virtual and we didn't necessarily have to create a route and mm. then get that route certified like our 5k is certified from JetBlue mm. um that we thought you know what let's let's see how it goes i think 10k is the perfect distance we it's, love it it's long enough to be yeah. challenging but it's mm-hmm. short enough to not eat up your entire morning or your day yeah exactly yes yeah and it's not a 5k a 10k it's not daunting and the the great thing about a virtual event like this the southwest florida walk like mad 5k and 10k is you know you can do it at your own it's your own race it's your own pace mm-hmm. and you can support a great cause now the the funds that you earn through this event how will they benefit the mad organization Absolutely. All funds um, that are raised from this event stay right here in Southwest Florida. Um, It goes towards outreach. It goes towards um, being able to bring our message to and our our, uh, evidence-based and research-based programs to schools um, Mm -hmm. all over Southwest Florida. It also allows us to continue to work with with victims um, mm. in a very grassroots way, mm. um, and and always being able to support them. Uh, quite frankly, this year, along with a lot of other nonprofits and certainly other for profit businesses, mm. we have seen a a pretty substantial decrease in our revenue. Um, so we're making some changes uh, so that we can put 
as much money as possible towards our programs and um, and our support of victims, mm-hmm. rather than let you know into into other things like maybe a rent. Now we have listeners. We have lots of listeners in Southwest Florida, mm-hmm. and we also have listeners from outside the area. They they listen. They get motivated. Can can they participate in this event? Absolutely. We have a whole team in Massachusetts. We have a team in Indiana. Um, we And so absolutely 100% um, sign up, register. If you live out of the area, we will mail you the, um, uh, the, the swag. That's Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Right. Yes, because we have, well, I believe we even had somebody overseas listening to us. Um, oh, fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to get the word out to as many people as possible. I th- I think we we have a lot of listeners who would support such such a great cause. Yeah, and for me it's it's important to to get this race out there. I've seen firsthand the work that mm-hmm. you and your organization do and you are helping people get through some of the absolute worst times that any person could ever experience and, and help them get back to maybe not back to normal, but at least get to where they can, they can take those first steps moving forward and they can, they can get beyond the, uh, the acute trauma that they've gone through and Mm -hmm. the loss of a loved one or, or, or injury themselves. Mm -hmm. So Lori, we cannot thank you enough for your time. We're going to have links to the race so that people can click and sign up. We are going to miss running across home plate. We will. But we are going to enjoy the heck out of supporting you virtually Mm -hmm. and the work that Mothers Against Drunk Driving is doing. Yes. Thank you very much. I just love that this virtual race is one that we can preview and that members of our Runcation Nation can actually do with us later on this month. Yeah, so... Let us know if you're planning on participating in this one. We would love Mm -hmm. to do like maybe a virtual runner, I don't know, photo collage or something for for social media. If you guys would shoot a photo for us and say, Mm -hmm. yep, I'm doing it. And, you know, maybe you uh, get your run done and then they send you your swag and get a photo. We could put all the photos together. I'd love to see something like that. It would be great. And if you need to register you can go to mad.org slash 5K. And that's M-A-D-D for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Dot org slash 5K. And it's 5K or 10K. And even if you're not local, they'll ship you the swag. Take the photo. Let us know. And we really can't thank Lori enough for her time and for telling us about this great, organization that supports our community. And I just have to decide now whether I'm going to run it as a 5K or 10K. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Stay I'm, tuned. I'm thinking 10K. Stay tuned. We need the miles anyway. I do. So, <laughs> But again, all this talk of running does make me work up an appetite. Yes, well, as we rank up the mileage, rack up the mileage and rank up the training miles, oh. just it gets... Because again, we are training for that Disney Marathon weekend in January. We're training like so. it's going to happen. We're hopeful. We're hopeful. We're staying we, positive. We're staying positive and we think about all those miles that we will have to complete in order to prepare and we get hungry. We do. Mm. And this week we are talking about a fantastic new food truck find here in Southwest Florida that is one that caught my eye a few weeks ago. And when I had the opportunity for us to go and get some food Mm. from them, we've got to do it. Pounced on it. And this is a, a, a relative newcomer to the Southwest Florida food truck scene. But not to the food scene overall. No. And that's something that we discovered in talking with the chef owner mm-hmm. operator yes. of Horse-Eyed Jake's mm-hmm. American Sliders Food Truck. Yes. The name is a mouthful and so is the food. Well, see what I, did I see what you did. I never know what you're going to do. I never, what you, we just walked right into we, that, we have didn't a, we? We have a very loose outline for every show, as you guys might have figured out, and then she lets me just talk, and yeah. she's just like, I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth. I'll just let it go. To your humorous segue, 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I, these sliders, this this truck is very colorful, uh, Americana. Yes. And the chef owner used to have a seafood restaurant. Out on Pine Island. Out on Pine Island and now has transitioned to this truck. Yeah, the area of Pine Island, Matt Lachey, that's a very popular tourist destination here in Southwest Florida. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for, you know, a little bit of old Florida with a little bit of artistry it's it's just a beautiful area out there and yeah. it's really known for its fishing community mm -hmm. uh, a lot of shrimpers and fishermen live out there and operate out of pine island mm -hmm. and there are a handful of restaurants out on pine island and, and matt lachey that are just phenomenal and the owner used to own a restaurant out there, just recently sold, I think within the last year. year mm, he was talking then, about that, yeah. And then decided to, to start up this food truck and go kind of a different route. Burgers, but still there is a nod to seafood on the menu. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, normally we Sliders. go... Sliders. Yeah, sliders. Yeah, yeah. And normally we go, we get an item, you know, each. And that way it gives us each something to talk about when we come back to the show. The problem is that we go out to the food truck. Oh. Everything on the menu looks amazing. We can't decide. So we decided that each of us were going to get two orders of sliders. And because they come to a piece. In each order you get two sliders. Mm -hmm. And then we would split and start sharing. Mm -hmm. So... So that we could have more of the menu because it all looked amazing. So we're going to walk you through the lion's share of the menu. A lot of it. Horse-Eyed Jake's American Sliders food truck. Yeah, this is not all. And I will tell you that they did have a vegetarian option. If I'm going to have a cheat day, I'm probably not going for the vegetarian option. But it's good for those in our audience who are vegetarians to know that there is a falafel slider offering. Yes, and... Even though... Before we even talk about what we did get. Yeah, and we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get the falafel. I'm sure it's amazing. I'm sure it is. I love falafel. Yeah. But I was just in the mood. Of, if I'm having that, that cheat day slash treat day for me, I was mm -hmm. going to go hardcore and get the burgers. Oh, yeah. So... For sure. And the one thing that I want to go back and try that we did not try is the chicken and waffle sliders. Oh, my gosh. And they said that they were a relatively new addition to... The, the menu, but they, they we saw them getting served and they looked they amazing. They look amazing with the waffle and the maple and butter and then they're using the chicken waffle as the bun mm. on these things. Yeah. So come on. I think that's going to be fantastic too. So those are two offerings that I'd like to go back to try. Mm -hmm. But what did you get? Well, uh, let's see. Let's start with the jammin' jalapeno. Uh-huh, yes. And I, uh, that's really not fair to say that. What did you get? Because we picked four and we shared them all. Right. So, <laughs> really. So, uh, the first one I selected was the jam and jalapeno because you're talking about uh, sweet bacon onion jam, mm. Mm. pickled mm. jalapenos, mm. sriracha mayo, mm. and pepper jack cheese. Yum, yum, yum. All of it. And you have the jalapenos. Or the jalapeno? How, how do you say it? I say jalapeno. Jalapeno? Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Anyway, you know what we're saying. I like a pickled jalapeno because it it has kind of that briny flavor and a little bit of the heat. Yep. And it just... tends to mellow out the heat, but it gives you that tartness of the pickling mm -hmm. of the, the vinegar that they and, pickle it with. And I loved the sriracha mayo because... Sriracha on its own can be spicy. Yes. But then the, the mayo kind of mellows and smooths that out. Absolutely. The burger. The burger was cooked perfectly. And I just love that. Yeah, you were getting cooked temperatures probably somewhere around medium mm -hmm. on these burgers. And I would say that the patties were probably close to a quarter inch thick, maybe a little it, thicker. They don't skimp. And I think that the bun to meat ratio is very, very good. It was. And I, sh I meant to ask when we were talking with the owner about what kind of buns. I think these are potato buns. 
they were big. And I, they're, I mean, when I think of a slider and I imagine like a King's Hawaiian roll kind of size, mm-hmm. just to give everybody a frame of reference, but this was a little bit bigger. So it was kind of like in between that regular size burger and then uh, a slider size like those King's Hawaiian yeah, rolls. Yeah, it was bigger, bigger than a dinner roll, smaller mm-hmm. than a standard hamburger. Yeah. And you can see that in the episode artwork, but I think that the meat to bun ratio was great. And I liked that the outside of the bun was solid and then the inside still maintained some softness and still held up to the ingredients yes all throughout all of these sandwiches and i know we're just talking about the bread to meat ratio on this jam and jalapeno well you you couldn't go wrong with any of them but on this one specifically that sweet bacon onion jam that they make is amazing it gives you that smokiness Mm -mm. the saltiness Mm. of the bacon plus the sweetness of the caramelized onion yeah phenomenal so you have you have smoky salty sweet spicy creamy Mm. and then tart from you get the tartness from the jalapenos and the pepper jack cheese and the meat Mm. and then the meat itself Mm. was cooked to like a perfect medium Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would say yeah. I could not. You could not go wrong with that. Yeah. And what was your first selection? Well, you know, we we had the the T bone here. Not an actual T bone. Not steak. a T bone steak, y'all. Just FYI. But it was a cheeseburger with bacon and your choice of cheese. I mean, they had. They had the pepper jack that we talked about in the jam and jalapeno, but you could also get provolone. You could get cheddar. There there were, I think even pimento cheese was on that menu. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, sorry, I got distracted by, by the, the, the picture. We're looking at the photos here. As we're sorry. Talking. Cheddar, Munster, Swiss, pepper jack, pimento, and American, just so I... Get them all in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of options for a food truck. Mm. Yeah. And so we got cheddar. As I think that's a, I think that's a great cheese for a, mm. for a bacon cheeseburger. Although you can make the argument for American because it has the better melty quality. Sure. Sure. But the, I, what again, I thought, you know, you have the bacon, you have just lettuce, tomato, pickle, and roasted garlic mayo. That was such a nice touch. That was different from the sriracha mayo. Yes. You know? Great touch there. I think that um, plain mayonnaise, of course, you know, there's some people who are just totally anti-mayo. I, and I get it. If that's, sure. If it's a texture thing, mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. I think that a, a good mayo, especially if you're using um, a leaner cut of beef, mm. is just a great way to add fat back into your to your meat and give you some juiciness where you might need it. This meat didn't need it. No. But that roasted garlic, Mm-mm-mm. what a great addition in terms of flavor. And roasted garlic is sweet. It has a sweetness to it, mm-hmm. and it, it, it mellows out the garlicky Harsh harshness. Yes, like if you have ever just bitten into a raw garlic clove, you know attention. that it's like a horseradishy bite, mm-hmm. sort of. But... This was just, I mean, and the pickle, it was like sweet and tart. Yeah, house-made pickles, mm. I believe, because mm. these were yeah. these were kind of like almost like a bread and butter pickle. Yeah, it. I mean, oh my goodness, it was good. I, if you're in the market for a good bacon cheeseburger slider, this does not disappoint. No. Mm-mm. What did you have next? My next option that I selected for us was called the Wakey Jakey. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is one of their burgers with a fried over medium egg, mm. bacon, pimento cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, house-made pickles, and some of that garlic mayo. This is one of those those burgers that I call a cheat. They, they are... Even if they were phoning it in with the beef, if it was which you know, they're not a thin patty overcooked, if it was like a this is a I mean this if this it was a zombie is. cow patty, you know you you could cheat and <laughs> still enjoy this burger because of the selection of things that they have on it. But, but they also are doing the patty very well, hand formed patties, 
cooked to a nice medium. Um, I liked the melty quality of the pimento. They did cheese. a great job with making pimento cheese. Um, for those that might not be from the United States or from at least the southern United States and are not familiar with what pimento cheese is, pimento cheese is a combination of usually roasted red bell pepper that's been diced up plus mayonnaise and grated or shredded um, uh, uh, cheddar cheese, mm-hmm. usually usually one or two types of, of cheese. cheese, like mm-hmm. a, like a white cheddar and a, and a yellow cheddar, something, and then a little bit of, of seasoning added to that, like um, salt, pepper, and maybe just a hint of either um, oh I don't know cayenne pepper mm-hmm. or or um, uh, gosh what's the other um, I was going to say pimenton but that's not <laughs> uh, paprika. So you'll get, you know, just they they call it the caviar of the South mm. because it's usually served as a dip or so on top good. of uh, of crackers mm-hmm. like like for, you know, canapes that type sure. of thing. But it is just an amazing topping, mm. and they do this burger so well. So the the base burger, the beef again, perfectly cooked. Lettuce, tomato, onion, house-made pickles, and that garlic mayo. Mm-hmm. Again, what can you say about that? Fresh ingredients. The house-made pickles brought a sweetness that I wasn't expecting, which I loved. The garlic mayo brought a mild, sweet, garlicky flavor that was super enjoyable. And then mm. the pimento cheese gives you this creamy, unctuous, cheesy flavor. The bacon is – their bacon's thick-cut bacon, and yeah. it's very crisp. Mm. So they did a great job there. Yeah. But then they do the over-medium egg. And oh. that's the, and again, Guy Fieri may not like that. No, no. I love it because. Give it to me. They serve it without puncturing the yolk. When you squeeze down and pick it up, the yolk breaks. And mm-hmm. uh, basically the liquid, liquid chicken begins to roll, you know, you know flow over your sandwich. Mm. You are getting just this creamy, uh, sinfully delicious bite. I had it first. Mm-hmm. I made a point when we, because we ordered everything at once. Yes. I made a point to have that one first because I didn't, I wanted the warm, runny yolk. Right. Of the egg. What do you think? Uh, it was just, what a comforting burger. That's just a good way to put it. In your soul with that southern pimento cheese and just that egg. It just warmed my soul. That's all I'll say. And total cost on that one was $11. By the Mm. way, um, the jam and jalapeno was $10, Mm -hmm. and the T-bone was $9. Their their menu items Mm. stay under, I believe, their most expensive item is $12. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. That's correct. So, And for what you're paying, you're getting a great portion it's huge. I think one set of sliders would would fill, would be a hearty meal. We overdid it. Yeah, we totally overdid we it. We left there. We were super full. And I, well, I had. But it was all for you. We did it. Yeah. For, we did it for the Runcation Nation. We did it. We had to do it. I got the Crab Jake. Ooh, yes. This was a non-burger one. burger. Mm-hmm. And it's the Florida-style crab cake with a trio of blue crab, grilled crispy, topped with lettuce, tomato, and our caper dill sauce. And it's it comes to you kind of skewered. You know how the, the toothpick is uh, at the top of the um, bun. bun with a lemon skewered to, to the slider. Nice. So that you could have that. And the dill sauce, they don't skimp on the dill sauce and the, the patty, the patty for that slider is so hearty. I mean, just, I mean, if you look at it, it is, you can see the lumps of crap. Yeah. Now they're, they're using lump and, but not jumbo lump, but no. that, but that's a good thing, especially if you're making a patty to fry for mm-hmm. a slider. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, I have gotten crab cakes at certain places in the past where you get it and it's mostly breading. And this is not mostly, you can taste the crab. 
That's awesome. You can taste the spices, that like that Old Bay type of spice. Oh, I loved it. The only thing She's I'll say. She's a crab cake fanatic. I love it. I, I love it. And I love that caper dill sauce because. That was different. It's, you know, you can taste the dill. Mm-hmm. And that's a very unique flavor and it's hard to describe. But then, you know, capers have that salty brininess. I love them. And what I would like to do when I go back is to ask for the sauce on the side. Okay. I, I would like to do that because it was it was fantastic. The crab was meaty. I would just like to have the crab on its own without the sauce at first to, to taste the to taste that on its own. I got gotcha. you. And the and the crunch and the the patty itself, but it is a phenomenal slider. Now, see, I was going to say I would like to have the sauce on the side, but for a different reason. I want to dip. I want to dip a lot of things. And if you, I don't know if we talk about this a lot and how I am a, into sauces, into having like a lot of sauces on the side. Yeah, she likes to sample different sauces and yeah. dip. And mm-hmm. oh, I totally get that. I wanted it on the side because they do basically smother the cake mm-hmm. in the sauce. Yes. Everything was phenomenal. We're actually like, we are so pleased with this. This mm. is a must do if you're coming to Southwest Florida. Yeah, we got to get it again. The, the My only issue with it was like, there weren't enough napkins. <laughs> and this one, this was of the burgers. This was at least as messy, if not more so than the Wakey Jakey. Because yes. when you puncture the yolk and the Wakey Jakey, that's running all over the burger. Yeah. Yeah. This sauce was dripping everywhere. Oh, so, yeah. It was great. It was, it was you know, that's not really a. I'm not really complaining. I mean, it was yeah, amazing. so you napkins, you lick your fingers. It's <laughs> it's fabulous, but I just I like to dip. Yes, you know, and I I would get it again in a heartbeat. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and they'll serve you house made chips, but I don't think chips is really the appropriate description. This is like a a they they serve you basically a giant potato. Mm-hmm. That's been spiralized. Yes, and then and then fried, fried like a potato chip, like a potato chip. And they will give you your choice of spices on those chips. You can get Old Bay Spicy Ranch, which the Old Bay was an amazing accompaniment to, to the crab cake. That crab cake. Mm-mm-mm. You got a serving of those. Mm-hmm. I got the Spicy Ranch. Yes, and they'll do barbecue, Cajun, and Everglades, but we got Spicy Ranch in Old Bay. Yeah, and and these are. These are spice um, powder spices. They're, mm-hmm. they're shook on. It's mm-hmm. not it's like, like a dusting. Th- yeah, it's a dusting. If you will. It's not a wet um, sauce type. Yeah, yeah. They they're just phenomenal, and I think that the Old Bay chips just brought out they they were a great accompaniment to the crab cake slider. I might even do those again. Get the sauce on the side. Get the caper dill sauce on the side. And then be able to dip your chips in that. Be able to top the slider with a couple of them. Oh, going to crunchify the slider. And then dip the slider and then have some more to dip the chips. That's a good idea. How about that? Actually, that's a really good idea. Mm. I, I got the spicy ranch. I was just intrigued by that although i was looking hard at the everglades seasoning i know version. i know everglades seasoning if you're not familiar with it it's a salty spicy um uh, shake on spice that we use here in florida anyway for mm-hmm. a whole lot of things yeah um but the the spicy ranch was really good yeah. but yeah absolutely we got so much food because each of us had a total of four sliders and listen, a small serving of the chips, it's five bucks. That's huge. Yeah, you don't, you should really settle on one flavor for two people of and chips. split. Yeah. There was so much food. There was, yes. <laughs> and, it, and it really was just fantastic bang for your buck. A lot mm-hmm. of times you can go, to, you can go to a food truck and sometimes food trucks are priced a little, they, they forget that they're a food truck sometimes. And you'll see food trucks you're like, man, that's that's like sit down restaurant type pricing. Mm. These guys have their pricing dialed in. Their food quality, it's phenomenal, is fantastic. So you are getting such a great bang for your buck. Yeah, 
at Horseside Jake's American Sliders Food Truck. Anywhere you see them in Southwest Florida, I, you know, I hope they come to your workplace. Oh, yes. I really do. I do, too. Because that, that's going to be instant cheat day for me if they do. They, it's phenomenal, and I'd go back again and again. So check them out. We're going to have a link to them in the show notes. I yes, think yes. We've the, got well, them on their Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yes, indeed. You are correct. So check them out. I think they've got some great pictures and they'll also give you updates as to where they're going to be around Southwest Florida. Yeah. This week on the show, we have one of my favorite beverages that we're going to talk about here in the drink portion of our show. Coffee. 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 And we're lucky enough to have a roastery here in Cape Coral. We have a couple. Um, We've, of course, talked about Grumpy Goat Coffee in the past. Mm -hmm. I think theirs is out there in Fort Myers. They're they're just a little bit down the road from us. Or Bonita. Yeah. This is actually in our town. Yes. Yes. And this is a company I like, but for the longest time, I'd see them popping up in my Facebook feed. I had no idea that they were even local at first. I know. I know. So we ordered a sampler pack from Bones Coffee. And Bones Coffee, uh, they're all over Facebook. They're all over Instagram. They're on the web. uh, And we will link to their website. They have several varieties. They have varietals, whether you're looking for something that's a traditional coffee coffee without any crazy flavoring. They also have a bunch of very creative flavored coffees. Mm-hmm. And if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, yeah. you know that I'm typically not a fan of flavored coffees. That's true. I tend to go very simple in my coffee drinking. I mm-hmm. go with black coffee or espresso. Yeah. But we have been branching out, trying some new stuff. And Amy got us a sampler pack of several yes. of their flavors, we, and we have tried a couple of them so far, Yes, and we're about to try one right here, right now on the show. So, yes, you have the French press ready, and you are I am plunging, plunging the French press. The French as press, speak. as can we I, speak. Can I share some coffee geekery with everybody? Yeah, go right ahead. I, you know what? I appreciate this. I know Wendell will appreciate this because he is currently in coffee school. Yes. So geek away. Okay. So if you are looking to enjoy a fresh made cup of coffee and to get the best flavor from the coffee that you can, the truest flavor, the best way to enjoy that is by doing a French press. And a French press is really pretty simple. If you're not familiar with what a French press is, it's basically, usually you see it as a glass vessel, like a cylinder. It usually has a handle on the side of it. Mm-hmm. And then it's got this this assembly that's got a wire mesh, um, like a flat piece. On the top. To a, it's on the top that's removable yeah. and a plunger. And you basically put your coffee grounds and the hot water inside the vessel. You let it steep. And then when you're ready to drink, you plunge mm-hmm. and you push that plunger down with that wire mesh flat disc that pushes all of the solids from the coffee to, to the ground. bottom. Yeah. And it separates that out from the coffee that you're going to be drinking. Yeah. The reason that this is such a great way to enjoy coffee is that what most people don't realize is that if you're using a paper filter, on your coffee, like say you've got a, you know, like a traditional basket uh, coffee maker sure. with a paper filter. That paper filter is actually absorbing a large amount of the natural oils from the coffee bean. Mm. It's acting like a sponge, like you would expect a cloth to do. And you're missing out on some of the aromatic oils from the bean. Oh, yeah. So doing a fresh ground portion for when you're ready to drink and then doing it in a French press is the probably the purest, best way to enjoy brew coffee. Interesting. There you go. There's mm. your there's your coffee knowledge for the day. Nice. Well, we're about to enjoy some chocolate orange. Yes. From our friends at Bones Coffee. We have previously from the sampler pack 
enjoyed the caramel apple. So while you're pouring. I'm pouring it as we speak. Let me see if I can get this on the microphone. Yeah, go ahead. That's like foley work that I'm doing there. <laughs> like, like, I should get. Yeah, you know, maybe I can. Maybe I could get an Oscar for best sound editing for a podcast. So, what are you? Craft services. Craft services. Tech I'm, support. I'm, I'm a little bit of everything. Everything. We'll go one more. Pour yeah. the second cup. Mm-hmm. All right, that one wasn't as good. No, no Oscar for oh, me. It's okay. I think I, you know, the power of editing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, so, so we're trying the chocolate orange. We previously tried the caramel apple. Yes, the caramel apple. I uh, when, oh, caramel when, or caramel, caramel tomato tomato tomato. When when we got these and we opened this one, I I was a little afraid. I'm going to be honest. Why? Why? Because I when I opened the bag, it hits you like a, like bam. This very strong caramel note with mm-hmm. a little bit of apple in the background, kind of reminding me of, um, well, of a caramel apple, uh, basically. And it's almost the season for those. And, but I was like, oh, this is going to be really, really strongly flavored. But the last time you had concerns about that, we had Expedition Roasters. Yes. And you were pleasantly surprised because... I haven't had a bad coffee from Expedition. Uh, they're period. fantastic. They do such a great job with just giving you a hint of that flavor and letting the coffee flavor come through. Uh, and I think this is also a premium example of that. Bones was spot on. I mean, huh. it, 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 the beans smell stronger than the final product. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't Which know... Which is good. I... I you know, don't know about how they impart the process, how they impart the flavor in the process. But I will tell you the aroma of caramel with a hint of apple. Yeah, that's the aroma. And it's it's just a very hint of apple in the flavor. And there's no artificial flavor throughout not in the aftertaste, not no, no bitterness, no like, oh, it was um, just artificial like you would get. Um, like a Jolly Rancher candy kind of apple. It's not like that. No, no. It's, it's like a real apple. It is real. surprisingly good. Sweetness from very caramel. S- and smooth. Mm. I just, I was very pleasantly surprised by yeah. that. And that, and again, we did that one with a French press. So yes. there's no hiding your mistakes for brewing from a French press because you're getting, you, there's no, I, I say there's no filter, no pun intended. You don't have a, a filter grabbing some of those oils out of there. And I think that they're just, they're, they're sourcing really good flavorings for the coffee and they're using a good quality bean in the initial process. So, you know, it's just, great job mm-hmm. but we're gonna do a hot take right yeah, now yeah. literally with a hot cup of coffee chocolate just orange come out of the fresh chocolate press. orange now this one when you open the bag it smells like a chocolate dipped orange wedge it has a phenomenal orange flavor and there are a number of coffee places that and, and one of my favorites in atlanta is cafe intermezzo yes one of my favorites that they do there it's it's an adult coffee beverage but they use a they use dark chocolate mm-hmm. and an orange liqueur and i believe it's called a cafe mozart if i remember correctly i don't remember but i know the one that you're talking about because but i get it every time we go yeah and it is it, that one goes back to salzburg or maybe a Salzburg. I don't know. I'd have to go look at their yeah, menu. Yeah. But they that, that's one that's on their menu. And that's actually what this smell of this coffee reminds me of. But this is completely, I mean, this is just coffee. This is straight coffee. Straight black coffee yes. that we are trying. Right that's, now. That has no enhancement whatsoever. 100% coffee. So let's, let me see, do some more Foley work here. There you go. That was terrible. I did a terrible job. Well, no. Yours was better. 
the whole idea if you're doing a cupping of coffee is to do that slurp to aerate it and get the air over your palate. I would say... What would you say? I get a strong orange flavor. Very strong on the orange. I think that when you are talking about black coffee, especially sometimes if, if like the flavoring of the chocolate mm-hmm. doesn't really come through because it's not a milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a dark chocolate. Yeah. And that can get lost in the darkness of the of the coffee bean itself. But... All in all, this would be phenomenal with a little bit of cream. Yeah. And just a little bit I mean, it's very good as it is, foam. but this one just kind of cries out for a little bit of cream, I think. It, I like it. Think? I like it a lot. I, I get the orange flavors. I think maybe the cream might bring out a little bit of the chocolate, mm-hmm. perhaps. That's what I'm thinking. You know? So... I think all in all, though, the flavors in the caramel apple and in the chocolate orange are subtle, and I that think, is a good thing. I do think that the orange is more pronounced than, than the, the caramel. caramel was. I would agree with you. But it's yes. in a pleasant way. Yeah. Both of them are great, and I would get them again. We got them as a part of a sampler pack, and we may end up doing some coffee chats with the others. Yeah, what are the other flavors that we have? So the other flavors that we have, let me pull it up so I'm sure that I'm telling you the right ones, right? there was something with like an like electric unicorn <clears throat> or something like that. And then, yeah. And then there was one that I'm really dying to try. So we got, what I like about Bones is that they have bundles that they've already pre-selected, but then you can also have a five bag sampler pack and you can choose your flavors. That's nice. And you can get it ground or whole bean. Also nice. Right? Get, so Get it whole bean and grind it yourself. There's your second coffee tip of the day. Grind it when you're going to drink it. So let's see. So choose your flavors. We got... These two, and then we also got Electric Unicorn. That's it. Fruity Cereal Electric Unicorn. So I suspect this is going to taste similar to Fruity Pebbles or Fruit Loops, and Maybe. I'm excited about that because that's going to be like a little bit of childhood breakfast in a coffee cup. And then we also got Jack Doe Lantern. Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice. Tis the season for mm-hmm. Pumpkin Spice. Yes, and Jelly Donut from Dusk Till Donuts. And come on, they're naming this after a Quentin Tarantino horror action movie from Dusk Till Dawn. I mean, how can you go wrong there? And I love their artwork. They're, you know, it, it makes me feel like this is the season that we should have those. It's interesting. They, they have a, a motif with everything. They're called Bones Coffee. So their, their mascot is, is kind of a, like a sugar skull skeleton mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of look. Yeah. And it's, it's very, I mean, you would think it's, it's Halloween-y, <laughs> but it's not, 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 a, not necessarily. And their flavors that they offer, again, they've got all kinds of stuff, you know. I'm interested in salted pretzel. They've got, yeah, like a German Bavarian one for called Wunderbones, which is salted pretzel. They've got a Highland Grog butterscotch and caramel. I'm very interested in that. Um, they've got one called High Voltage, which I think is just... Maybe uh, it has no flavor. I think Maybe it's, it's coffee just... Highlighting the coffee flavor. I think that right? one's highly caffeinated, if I'm not mistaken. I was looking at okay. that one. Okay. Who knew that this was in our own backyard? Yeah, I drove past the location and their roastery. I, I, I saw their roastery, they saw their operation, but they don't appear to have any retail frontage at all. So it's. So you can order online. Basically, from anywhere. Know, these guys are, are living the online retail life right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So check them out at bonescoffee.com. Next week. We have awesome virtual races supporting great causes. Yeah. We've got some delicious food for you guys and tasty beverages. We traveled to do some races that are Marvel themed Mm -hmm. and we did them at Disney. Yes. Now they are virtual races, but we took them on the road. Yes. We brought the race (laughs) to Disney since Disney's not hosting races themselves. So far. We're still hoping. Fingers crossed. In the meantime, we will share with you great virtual races that support great causes. 
and some fantastic food and beverage. You're not going to want to miss next week. The race medals are amazing. The food was ridiculous. The offerings that we're going to be bringing to you, you're not going to want to miss it. Yeah. Remember, there are many ways that you can support our show, and we appreciate all the love that you have shown the Runny Drink Podcast. Share the show on social media with friends and tag us. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Purchase red swag like a bar key or running shorts or stay tuned for those masks. Stay tuned. Those are coming. (laughs) But of course, we really would love for you to become an official friend of the show and get bonus content by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash runny drink podcast. Or if you're a Podbean user, head on over to patron.podbean.com slash runny drink podcast and choose one of the patronage levels. We cannot Thank you enough for your support. Thank you for joining us this week, whether you are on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you're listening to us. We thank you for joining us on this week's episode. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we'll talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.